Welcome to the Manager Map Podcast Show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Hi and welcome to the Manager Map Podcast Show. This show is designed to give you practical help and advice which will improve your management skill and get you the results you want. Make sure, if you haven't already, subscribe to the show so you'll never miss an episode and share it with anyone you think might enjoy it or learn from it. Well, without any more delay, let's get on with this week's show. Day, everybody, and I hope everyone's feeling great and well. Right, this week's show is around the fact of what happens at work or what's written down that's supposed to happen versus what actually happens. So, of course, you've got yourself a business. You're a head of a department or you're running your own business as it is. And of course, you've decided because you're a clever manager and you've read all the books and you know how it works, you're going to have everything on standard procedures. So you've got everything written down what people should be done. Yeah, that's right. Fine. And you've set your business or department up with an airtight process. You've got processes, you've got procedures and you've got rules. Uh, then, of course, you have to train your people to allow them to know how to do those rules. Simple. And of course, if things go wrong, then, you know, the person must be to blame. They're the ones who've made the mistake because you've got your tight procedures in place. They're the ones who are going to end up in trouble. OK, OK, let's try and live in the real world for a bit. Yeah, <laughs> what you know, the procedures and the rule box say versus what actually happens at work can be a long way apart. We all have rules to follow, some imposed by ourselves, some by our cultures or beliefs, some by our society, and others by the company we work for. Now let's think about it. Let's just take a second. What percentage of those rules do you follow? 100%? You're really good. You never break a rule. 90%? Well, there might be a little bit of leeway. 50 Okay, we would think that with big stuff, we definitely get right, yeah? You know, we all don't go around robbing shops or planning to murder our families. Well, I hope we don't anyway. But the rules are maybe speeding a little. Well, that's okay if it's safe. I'm a good driver. I could go a little bit faster. It's a little bit slow in this area. I would never speed near a hospital or, or a school, would I? Oh, but I suppose if the school's shut, would that make a difference? You can see how we can blur the lines. How about work? Well, we all start at nine o'clock on time, don't we? That's what it says in the contract. So we'll always be there on time, right, yeah? Well, I might be a bit, a bit, bit late, a little bit late. You know, things happen, I'll get delayed. I didn't get up on time. But I'll work it back. You know, that's okay. But then again, I came in five day, minutes early the other day, didn't I? So it'll be okay. And we'd never steal from work, would we? Well, you know, we would never steal data or we would never take some. I mean, that'd be a big one. Well, but we might take a pen home. What about an envelope? Ream of paper? Maybe photocopy some up for home. They can afford it, you know what it's like. And of course, personally, we're always going to eat healthy, aren't we? You know, we're going to eat healthy and we're going to exercise every day. Well, except Fridays, you know, because Friday's going out day. And Saturday, you know, you're recovering from Friday. And then Sunday, you know, well, man, you know, you need to have a bit of time off. You've got to treat yourself, haven't you? See how we all blur the lines? And obviously the small rules are breaking are fine, aren't they? Not like the others. You see, other people, they always break the rules more, you see. They always drive too fast. They're always late to work and they're always eating too calorie poor choices in their time, aren't they? But when you're managing a team, you need to make sure that your procedures and processes, the rules, if you like, are followed day in, 
and day out. And everyone is doing them. That's how you service or produce the best product you can. But if I take our own example, we've just talked about, just thought about, it says that we are not always going to follow it. They are going to be blurred lines. Some of them are good habits. Let's think about the habits around brushing your teeth. You know what most people daily will brush your teeth twice a day. It's become a habit. And of course, you have a lots of design to fail processes, in, especially in manufacturers. So you're designing these things to stop people doing stuff. How's the other things we could do? Well, obviously, we've got our standard procedures that we need to make sure are being promoted and looked after. We can supervise extensively. We can discipline failure. We can always check the checker and we can audit and we can train. We could put bonuses to make sure the standards and procedures are being followed. These are all good standard ways of making sure traditionally things are done. But do they work? Well, we know just from what we've been talking about, they're a bit of a mixed bag. You'd hope that the biggest things are getting done. You know, the, the big stuff that's actually getting done there. But when you look at the success rate, you'll know that there's going to be failures in this process. So the biggest thing I have seen is when you start to look at aiming at things around the educational piece. You know, how is it that we can educate people to understand what they're doing at work and what is important at work? If you take an example, if you say to someone in a production line, for instance, that every hour, every hour that they're there, they need to tick the box. They need to tick a box that says they've done something. You know, most of the time, they'll tick the box. They'll be pretty good at it. And of course, the times that they don't get picked up, the supervisor will be there to do the daily check. So if it's Mr. Ticks, you know, they can put it on the computer systems and things like that. So, you know, it'll be fine. Most of the time, the box is getting ticked. And if we're really clever, our computer system can tell us when the production line or the person hasn't ticked their box. And if the tick gets done every hour, then that's fine, isn't it? You know, maybe most of the ticks are okay. Maybe we should bonus ticks. You know, if people do all the ticks on the right time, they can get a bonus. They don't miss one. But what are the ticks for? What's he telling me as a manager? What can the team be ticking that's so important? Why don't we put it another way? Let's help get the tick rate up, if you like. If you tell them that the tick is the quality of the thing we are making. Now, let's go a bit further. It's not just about the quality you're ticking and you put your name against. Let's put the fact that this thing that we're making will help vulnerable people breathe. And if it's not done correctly and not, the check isn't done and the tick isn't made, people might die. Well, this tick box now starts to come alive a bit, doesn't it? I mean, you don't want anybody trying to hurt or kill someone, do you, by not doing something right? Hmm. And what else could you do with this tick? Well, maybe we could sort of look at how we can maybe put your name on it so it's not just a tick, so people have a personal touch. They actually tick it, you know. And, and if you do that, you could go a bit further and say, well, look, this thing we're making, this is helping Tom, who's a 92-year-old person. This thing we make helps that person breathe. And the more the quality's right, and the more that we make sure those ticks are done, then that person is going to be looked after. Maybe you could get a picture of Tom around the place to say, look what we're doing. You've seen it on motorways, haven't you? When it says, my daddy works here, please drive slowly. Personalise it. The whole thing is about making sure that the procedures are not just in isolation. They're done as part of a bigger thing. You get your buying. Maybe the people start to link it. It's not just a tick. It's an example of making sure the quality and perfection of that piece of thing that you're making is right. You also have people 
doing, uh, you, you also need to have the people doing the jobs, building the procedures. So they're not just the managers who don't do the job of building it. You get the people who actually do it to write it down. And if the procedures are right from the, that, then of course people can challenge it. So you have an open culture where people can challenge and say, this doesn't work. This is not the way we can do it. Actually, if you did it this way, it'd be more efficient. It'd be more perfect. You do it that way around. So that's another example where you can get people involved because you're getting rid of this hierarchical idea that the procedure is written by a manager and the worker just has to follow procedure. For some reason, we assume that managers are really clever and obviously we're just people. And if we don't work on the lines, how do we write procedures for people? I've got a really good example here. I mean, it's going back a while and it was about a tick box in a factory in the 80s and it were a copied sheet, so before computer systems. Uh, I mean, it could be an urban myth, but I'll tell you anyway. And the idea was in the corner of this piece of paper, every every 12 hours, the factory supervisor had to fill in. It said N-A-R-T and he had to tick the box. So every day, and every, every shift he did it, and it had been photocopied over and over and over again. And this, this sheet then goes into a, a file somewhere. And if there's a problem, you can go back up and you can check all the quality was done right, all the safety checks were done right. And I think somebody then must have asked, well, look, what does N-A-R-T stand for? And, you know, nobody knew. I mean, doing it that long, nobody knew. It were an old business, it has been around a while. And when you looked into it and you went back in the records and you fumbled back through the mountains of paperwork, it actually stood for... No air raids today. So it came from the war. And since then, they've been ticking this box religiously, not knowing why, not knowing why it added any value. Long forgotten days between the, in the war had just left this, this legacy that just continues with the photocopy. Now, that's a bit of a, a drastic example, but it looks like if the rules are poor or unrealistic, people won't follow them. It's a fact. We've just said that. So the do as instead of the actual do as imagined is a completely different thing. So let's have a few takeaways from today's. You know, let's be realistic. If you blur the rules and the procedures, remember your teams will do the same. Give the people the why they're doing what they're doing. If it's around safety or cost or quality, then involve the people in creating and managing the procedures so they feel part of it. And then have a culture that expects to be challenged and that expects that feedback to improve. By doing those, you start to build a culture which wants to move the business forward and doesn't just tick boxes aimlessly in case there's going to be an air raid tomorrow. Well, thanks for listening. And as always, I'm really keen to hear your thoughts on the show, both good and bad. So please send me your feedback, as it's a gift, to managermatpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to engage on new and old topics. And one more thing, whatever you've learnt today, please put it into action. And don't overthink it, because thinking isn't doing. Doing is doing. Right, that's it for the Manager Map this week. Uh, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this Manager Map podcast. We hope you found it interesting, helpful and actionable. One last thing, please leave a quick review on iTunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of Manager Map. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you did like anything in particular, send an email to managermatpodcast at gmail.com or visit managermat.co.uk for more content. Feedback is a gift, so let's keep giving. See you next week.